Hi, I'm Ez. I'm Dove. And welcome to the Let Me Talk podcast. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right that, um, you know, it's probably going to be a shit show for Arsenal. Yeah, and this is going to be our tip the second to last match. Second to last? Why second to last? No, he just got a. You didn't see he was threatened. He got a, a threat text. From the you got a what? He said, they said you have three matches. If you lose the next three, you're out. You knew something like that. I didn't hear anything like that. Yeah, I read that somewhere. He is in big trouble, and understandably. Yeah. Why wouldn't he be? I don't know. I didn't hear anything like that. I mean, obviously, there's, you know, his being sacking is in contention. Like, that's probably going to happen, especially if they lose to City. Like, honestly, I don't know because of the Carabao Cup. Do you think think Pep will give it to him because they know each other? No, I think Pep is also in a desperate situation now. Yeah. Actually, I just love looking at something now. Arsenal to hand Arteta January war chest in a huge dressing room rift. What does it even mean? It's from Team Talk. Do we, are we familiar with Team Talk? I think I just saw an article from them too. Talk Sport or Team Talk? The war start, Arteta... I don't know. I, must, I guess that means they're going to like give him money to buy players, but it's not going to change anything. They're still yeah, no. horrible. It's just, it's, not, it's just different from what I had said to you before. Daily Mail uh, yeah. said that Arsenal plan to unequivocally back Arteta in the upcoming window in a bid to turn the club's fortunes around. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know. They there need was, to... They need... Uh, they need... Jesus Christ is what they need. They need leaders, man. There's no leaders. Because they have, if you look on paper, you know they have a decent team. On paper, they've got a pretty decent team. They know what, you know, each of those players has the ability to make a change. They're just not reaching their potential, and there's nobody to, there's no leaders. I don't even think Arteta's a real leader. I don't, I don't think he's like. He's one of, of Pep's boys. Yeah, like, I don't think he's like fit to be a, a, a head coach. Like, sure, yeah, sure he, he was assistant to Pep, and he was, you know, he kind of soaked up knowledge there and blah, 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 but I don't think that was enough to be like, okay, let's no, give him the job. Like, like, the difference between him going to Arsenal and, like, Xavi going to Barcelona would be Xavi's been coaching for, like, professional teams as a head coach. I mean, granted, he's in like he's in Saudi Arabia, and they're not playing nearly at the same level. But Arteta's like uh, he like sat there and was the teacher's pet for a couple years, and then they decided, hey, he's Spanish. He worked with Pep. He's a former player. Let's let's hire him. Yeah. No, I get that. I, I agree. I think I agree. You know, it's funny, I was looking recently, um, uh, they, they also, they also 
there's a report today that from the Telegraph, I really have to be like, I, we have to get more familiar with these ridiculous, like random, uh, the UK news outlet. Ah, it seems pretty reliable, but they said that the Arsenal, Arsenal is put in clauses into contracts for several players for wage cuts in the event of a relegation. They're like preparing for it. Whoa. It's ridiculous. It's like uh, they've, I mean, it's like they've conceded wait, all wait, hope. Wait a second. Uh, uh, relegation? Yeah. You really think that's a thing? Um, I mean, oh, no, no, yeah, it's a possibility. Fifteen, yeah. Well, I mean, look, and if they fine. keep if they keep performing how they are, they're fucked. Yeah, because Fulham are picking it up. Yeah, I hear that. That would be crazy. Could you imagine Arsenal get relegated? Would it be the first time in their history? Would you say? Wouldn't that be that'd be crazy? No, that'd be like the first time in their history Arsenal are relegated. I think so. Um, I mean, they have some. They'll probably lose to Chelsea as their next Premier League match, and then uh, the next two matches after that are from uh, lower point scoring teams like Brighton and West Brom. So they could try and pick it up there, right? Six points and stay above the relegation line. But then uh, you know. Yeah, it's really difficult. It's not looking too bright for them. Yeah. Well, if they if they win uh, Europa League, does that mean anything for the Premier League or no? Like, if they win, they're still relegated. If they if they win what the Europa League? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, number one, they're not winning the Europa League. Number two, well, and number two, I don't think anything happens in that sense. I think it's just whatever they win it, but they're still... That would be weird if they got relegated. They'd be in the Champions League. Oh, that'd be, that'd be very weird. Really Championship weird. team in the Premier League. Yeah. That'd be interesting, honestly. Yeah, it would be interesting. I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind them winning the Europa League if that meant that they were relegated also. That's a new thing. I mean, I don't think they're going to win the Europa League, but yeah. Yeah. So it was a crazy um, weekend, huh? Crazy weekend. It's, yeah. The Spurs-Liverpool game was unbelievable. Spurs-Liverpool was, it was awful. It was a great, it was a great game on the Spurs side mostly. Um, Mourinho, after the game, went up to Klopp and said, um, the best, the best team lost. He was he was being a little salty about it, but rightly so. What? He was drilling him. He was like, yeah. He went up to him and he was like, you know, Klopp went for the handshake, and Mourinho was like, best team lost, and he's like, what? And Mourinho said it again. He was like laughing or whatever. It just it uh, it just goes to show that like he's 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 really bringing. Spurs to another level. Like they're not, they're not, you know, just the underdog big six team. They're, they're the new upstarts. They're trying to, like, 
get a, a foot in the in the room, let alone the door, to be if a you know a strong side of a top Premier League side. Yeah, and look, here, here's the other thing. Um, people are gonna. I mean, I, I think I think uh, pundits and reporters and all those. I think they're. I I think it's silly. I think their job is silly because I feel like they're meant to make it very dramatic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the past uh, 10, 12 matches, everyone's been saying, oh, this and this Tottenham, and they're great. And then the one match they lose, they go down to sixth place. Of course, they go back down to sixth place. Yeah. And it's all, uh, it's all, oh, are they tiring out? I don't know what's going on. It's like they're sixth place. But between second and sixth, Second and seventh is all within one game of each other. Right. So <laughs> they're so I get it. I know they have to because people watch and they gotta get, you know, involved like that. I think it's so stupid. <laughs> I think it's so stupid. Yeah. NBC, Danny Higginbottom. Uh, that's a crazy yeah. name. Higginbottom? Higginbottom. It's, I don't care his name. What gets me is that he's He's clearly scouts oriented because he's from Liverpool. He's got a crazy accent, oh. and he's so oh, he's so biased. They really have um, to like get so people who are just talking about the game. All those Liverpudlians are so biased. I mean, everybody is. Gary Neville is biased when it comes to United. Rio Ferdinand was like, "Oh, we're gonna win the Prem for the next twenty years now that they're gonna fully hire Solskjaer." Like. Hey, yeah, everybody, everybody's very biased. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. You know who's not biased? Tim Howard's not biased. He's a little bit biased. I think he's a little bit biased. He's a little bit biased. Yeah, he, I mean, he was an Everton player. He doesn't show it. Everton, and I think also Spurs. He likes Spurs, but he doesn't show it. That's fair. I like the English guys, too. Uh, yeah, I, and then, you know, back to that thing you said with, with like, predicting who's going to win, or, like, saying what needs to happen. Because I was watching, it was right after the United-Leeds game, which was also <sighs> something else. Um, yeah, dude, that's, uh, I was at a... Scott you know, McTominay turned into... That's awesome. It was, you know, it was, like, this highly anticipated... Rivalry, derby, return. Finally, after like twenty years, it's finally back. And crushed. United just—they're like it's. I think this is this is the point where it starts coming together for them. This is like what I've been saying over the past few weeks of you know Solskjaer trying to like rebuild and take time, and they're they're trying to hit their stride again. And they're getting there. There's obviously, you know, you could always see like strong attack. You know, there were games where the defense was off, but then there were also games where the defense was good. This game was like I didn't see it though. I know Scott McTominay had what two goals in four minutes. Two goals in like a minute. Ridiculous. And and it was just you know they were they were you know they let up two goals, but they were still relatively defensively sound. De Gea had some great saves. The attack was just, oh my god! On fire. Did you didn't see any of the goals or highlights or anything? I didn't. I, I meant to watch uh, all the goals from this past uh, match day. Mc, both of McTominay's goals were like something else. How come that kid doesn't start more often? Because you have 
Pogba, you have Van de Beek, you have Bruno Fernandes, you have Fred, you have uh, Matic. They have a great, like... No, again, I don't want to do what the pundits do and make, uh, you know, make calls too early. But they played Pogba and Van de Beek and Fred. <laughs> I don't remember a time this season where they did what he did the other day, right? Yeah, but you're not going to base, like, who starts off of one performance. That's crazy. I don't want to make that, those assumptions stir. No. But like, they, like other people. But, uh, I mean, and it's not like the first time he's been a No, he's, yeah, he's done it throughout his, like, youth career, too. Like, all the United youth teams, he's just, he's always been that, like, a holding midfielder, but he's also just what do you crazy in the attack. What? What do United usually play? Like, is it doesn't make sense because I, I don't know the formations. You know me. I ask mainly ask questions. So does it make sense to put Fred Van de Beek and McTominay on the midfield? I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, the the point of me like bringing them up in general is that they there were pundits who were saying like they're con- they're title contenders because of you know they play Leeds. They're not a bad team at all. At all, okay, at all. But there you go. You see, you're doing the same thing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. Not like. Uh, give me a second. What I'm saying is what the guy is saying. What's He's the saying that they are title contenders. They're in second place. They have a game in hand. They put in a great performance against a really good team. They're they're, place, they're hitting their stride. And yeah, you can consider them title contenders, but. You can also consider the other five teams below them as title yeah, contenders because yeah, exactly. everybody's a title contender. It's just, you know, there are times where one team is having a much better performance than the rest or worse. Yeah, most, most everybody's at 14 matches, even Liverpool. United and City both have a game in hand. And even Aston Villa, who's at 22 points in ninth place, has two games in hand. So right. even Aston Villa in points, right, in the points section, the points conversation and discussion, even their title contenders. Right. It's so close. If Villa beat Chelsea, let's say they were playing today, if Villa beat Chelsea, then they change places with Chelsea and they go to 20, they go to fifth place. It's like... Yeah, it's it's all over the place. There's no, there's no clear I like idea yet. I cannot really make an argument for who is going to win. It like if, if it comes down to the wire, that's a league I like. Right. It comes down to the wire. It's the last. It's the last three matches of the season, and it's like we still don't know who's going to do this. Yeah. That's no, it's been. The, it's probably been the best league since like 2010. Best season yeah. since like two thousand, maybe like 2012. I think it was Syria before. Let's look at Syria. Um, but, the... but back with Spurs. Well, number one, Alex Morgan's stay in Spurs. Spurs is no, done. She's, she's done. Yeah, she left. Um, but what are your thoughts on Bale? Overrated uh, or a good purchase? A good purchase. You think he's a good purchase? Yeah. 100%. He just hasn't shown it yet, but he's a good purchase. That's... Uh, he's a good purchase, but he hasn't shown it yet. 
You yeah. can't say someone's a good purchase if they haven't. What does that mean? Um, he has two goals in ten games in all competitions. No, I still think he's a good purchase. He doesn't. He doesn't get to start as much as he wants to start. And it's not like they've lost all the games he's played. But I, I feel like there's a reason for that. There's a reason for why he's not starting that much because. He's older, and he's also not—he's also not the same player as he used to be. Listen, he's—he is not doing what we expected, um, or what everyone expected. It's a—it is a little upsetting. Uh, I'll probably give him like five more matches, if I'm being for real. Five, five more matches. matches. It's a significant amount of time. That's fair. Right. Right. I mean, it's fair, but there there have been a good amount of chances for him to play and perform. Many, what about how many goals has Steven Bergwijn scored this season? Or in the past two seasons that he's been there? Right, four goals, five goals, maybe. And I mean, I mean, it's a different story, though. Is he a good purchase, or he's not a good purchase? No, I know. It's a, he's it's a, a different, player. it's a different situation because. Is younger. It's a different situation because he's a younger player who's still fitting into a team who moved into a new country, who's, who's not getting the same amount of time, not because he's older and has you know this reputation of being one of the greats but because he's a younger guy and there's a lot of good players that are in contention for starting spots so it's it's not yeah but i don't what about other matches like playing him in and they're not the same type of player either he plays starters like that he's usually saving his starters for for premier league matches He's chilling when it comes to the Europa League. He puts in Joe Hart. He puts in some youngsters. He puts in the Carlos Vinicius. Who yeah. I don't think has played uh, a Premier League game yet. Could be wrong, but I don't recall. Who? Carlos Vinicius. Oh, I have no idea. He's scoring like crazy in Europa League, but I don't think he's played a single game for them in the Prem. So... I mean, we're we're Bergwijn's stat, Bergwijn's stats. Why can't he start like that the same way the other guys are starting? Well, that's, I just said because he's younger and there's guys who are better than he is and are more established than he is. And why would you play Bale when you could play Harry Kane? I wouldn't play Bale when I could play Harry Kane. Yeah, exactly. So why is that? A, why is it such a, a question? He's a bad purchase already. He's only been in for part of a season, and he's got the second greatest center forward on the planet, if not the greatest, already starting with his automatic goal buddy humming on one side, and I don't know, pick a guy playing on his other side. I wouldn't start Bale at the top ever. That's for starters. Bale's not a—he's not an out-and-out striker. He's not a finisher. He's a winger. He's creative. He takes long shots. He takes free kicks. He can cross a ball like it's nobody's business. But he's—if there's one thing he isn't—it's a—it's a front man. He's not. You know, maybe if you want to play him as like a false nine, but 
even then, like I'd be picking Harry Kane or Carlos Vinicius over him, you know, 10 times out of 10. Then, then, then what comes to it is that you have Sun, right? You have Sun, you have Bergvine, you have Ndombele, you have Dele Alli, you have Lo Celso, you have uh, Lucas Mora, you have Eric Lamella. You and have a lot, a lot, a lot of options. You have a lot of exactly, and so most and like, most of those guys, most of those guys, barring. Carlos Vinicius, Bergvon, and Bale are, you know, they have a spot in the team because they've been playing there for a while or, yeah. or are, you know, established talents. They can play in, in these positions. They're all forward-thinking players. So it takes up, like, you know, if there's a... Obviously, you have to play around with lineups here and there, but... There are times where it's just like, all right, let's just keep it like this for now because this is what's making sense. And I want to see how my younger defenders do or how my backup goalkeeper does or how my midfield does. Yeah. So, hold on a second. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I still don't think he's a bad person. I don't think he's a bad person. First of all, they, they bought him or he's still on loan from Madrid? He's on loan. I uh, okay. didn't realize that. I thought he was signing. They're planning on making a signing. Um, or at least that's what I heard last about that, is that they're going to sign him for real. Um, no, if they sign him and bought him, it wouldn't, I don't think it would be for that much. Um, but I don't, I don't think it would be a bad purchase. Because they'll only get better over time. Who's only going to get better over time? Who's going to get better over time? Gareth Bale. Gareth Bale is not getting better over any time ever. No, not better. Not better like that. Better than like more in tune with the team he's playing with over time. Fine. Uh, it's. That's all they really need. It depends how things play out. I I see that as a possibility. I don't think it'd be a bad purchase. As of right now, though, it's not been what Spurs have hoped for, and it's not been that's, a good... Uh, that's fair. That's fair. But it doesn't mean it's bad, because if someone told you, hey, you have Carlos Vinicius and Steven Bergwijn and Sonny Ben and whoever else is, is on the wings, we're going to give you... You could buy Gareth Bale as a backup. Would you say no thanks? If you had the cash for it, you'd say no to Gareth Bale as a backup. No one's saying that that we would say on, anyone would, you, would say no. Would I would say, say, no, say yes. I would say yes because one, it's a, I mean, as a marketing tool, it was unbelievable. That's number one. Number two, you know, he's a former really good player, and yeah. he can, so, and you so know he can he can not. turn it on in games, and he would be another attacking option. So yeah, I mean obviously. So is he but, a bad purchase or not? But as of now, he's been a bad buy. That's for sure. That's for sure. I mean, it's... Yeah. It's not even debatable. Like, he hasn't been good for Spurs. So far, out of 10 games, he hasn't it's been not, good. not good for Spurs bad, or he has to be bad for Spurs? Which one? I don't know what the difference is. 
The difference is he's been the reason they've lost games that he's played in. He's been bad for Spurs. He's been screwing up. Like, uh... I mean, it, guy? I wouldn't say he's, like, a direct... You can't really... Arsenal? You can't really... Who is the Greek defender on Arsenal? He's not an Arsenal anymore. Socrates? Yeah. yeah, exactly. He was bad for Arsenal. That's different because he was a defender who was, no, who no, was no, playing no, in the back. No, he was giving no, the ball no, away no. in the box. He was giving the ball away... He was giving the ball away in the, his own final third. He was giving the ball away in front of his own goal. He was drawing fouls near his own goal. That's like Gareth Bale is in all the way by the Lloris and pulling players down to the ground. What, what, what Bale is doing... So why would you bring up... So why would you bring up... If it's such a team thing, if it's such a team thing, why would you bring up Socrates? He has nothing to do with it. Because everybody on the team can be bad for a team. Anybody has the potential. If you have somebody who's playing forward and is making bad passes... Then yes, then yes, Gareth Bale is bad. He's had a bad touch, he's had a bad passes. He hasn't created anything. He hasn't created anything. He hasn't done anything good for the team. He's been bad for the team. No, you see, you're... you're, you're, you're that's not what I'm saying. Yes, but if he's not doing his job for the team, if an individual is not doing their job, they're... Being bad for the team. That's what it is. He's not doing his job. Whether he has 100% passing accuracy and he's just passing it sideways and backwards and not creating anything, who gives a shit? He's still bad for the team because he hasn't been doing his job. He's not providing with any goals or assists or any any key passes or contributions. That's it. What about chances? What do you mean chances? How many chances created? Cross into the box. That's not a chance created. If he crosses into the box, he just crosses into the box. If he gives a through ball to Kane or Son or something, and they're one on one, that's a chance. Or if 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 he passes to someone who who gets a shot off, that's a chance. But he hasn't been involved like that. He just hasn't. He's been stagnant. He's easy to handle from defenders' point of view. He's he's not, you know, going on runs. He's not dribbling past players like it's nobody's business. As of right now, he's a he is a uh, it's unfortunate and it's kind of depressing, but he's as of right now a has been. He has to find a way to get himself back up there. And I don't think he can't. I think he definitely can. And I think he definitely will with with time and, and patience and, you know, a little more game time. But what can I find his stats for the 2020-21 season? Um, transfer market with no E in market. They have, they have like all the stats for everybody. Transfer M... O-E-R-K-E-T? What? How do you spell it? Transfer market, like you would spell transfer market. Uh-huh. But market doesn't have an E. Uh, oh, I see. Transfer market, Premier League. 2021 transfer market. No, they don't have anything. Uh, maybe? 
Let's see. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he's a bad boy. I think you're being crazy. I think you're definitely being crazy. That's it's so, uh, it's so early for you to say that. It's so early. I mean, it's it's early, but he just hasn't been good. For, like he's been bad for them. He's not. It's early. It, it might be early, but it's still a fact. I mean, if 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 you're gonna if you're gonna scout a player, general, you're not you're not watching the guy throughout an entire season. If you see someone that catches your eye and you start watching him, you're gonna watch him for maybe like five to ten games, not even ten, probably like five to seven games, and then and then and then scouts evaluate. Scouts don't sit there throughout an entire season. So over the 10 games he's played and people are watching and let's say some scout is watching, he's not like a, he's not like a, he's not doing it. He's not contributing. He just hasn't been good. He's not a bad guy. All right. I mean, he, like he, he actually hasn't been good. He has, he's been bad for the team. He hasn't created. He's, he's been like, there's, it's not. Whatever. Um, but, yeah, and then Arsenal's situation back over the other side um, of London, it's, it's just getting, like, worse and worse because their biggest transfer target was that Hungarian kid from Salzburg, yeah. uh, Soboslai. Now he's he's officially made his move to Leipzig. Obviously, since you know parent club and and Germany, and he's gonna kill it there. So they're screwed for that. And then um, Arteta the other day when they lost to who they lose to. That's so forgettable. Honestly, it's ridiculous. When Arsenal lost to who? When they lost Everton, um, Arteta said in the post-match press con- post-match press conference that I don't know where he's, he's pulling stats out of his ass, and he was like, "If if you look at the stats from the previous seasons and like who's projected to win games, like the percent yeah, chance." Like the like the percent, but he was he was bringing up like the predicted percent chance, like the predicted probabilities of Arsenal winning or losing specific games, and then like measuring that up with the outcomes, and then I was like, are you you're actually you're actually saying something that stupid? Like the whole all of social media, all the news outlets, everybody was like up in arms, like. You can't, you can't be serious. Like, there's no valid anything in what you're saying. I mean, he's just trying to make an argument to do his job. Yeah, he just made himself look like a a fool. I mean, I I wouldn't bring up made-up stats, that's for sure. It's just me, he's just digging a bigger hole for himself. Like, look, I thought it fucking... 
fell over on the highway, so I had to take side road, and that's why I'm here. Because the possibility of it slipping on ice, you'd be like, that's stupid as shit. You'd be like, yeah, I don't want you to fire me for being late to work. What, what do you want? I'm going to make stuff up. I don't think it's smart too, but it's understandable. I hear it. It's really stupid. Yeah, it was it was hilarious, honestly. One of the funniest things I've seen this week. Um, Do you think Milan are gonna beat Lazio? Uh, I know Milan are gonna beat Lazio. Uh, you know, don't you? Um, they they put in a really good performance. Well, no, I wouldn't say really good, but they. In yeah, Rafael Leao. He's so good, man. He's so good. Every time he's on the ball, he you know something. It's like it's like Dembele, but not injured all the time. Yeah, and speaks the language. And Portuguese. He's just he's so good. And and what's scary about it is that like there's so many of these just Portuguese guys. And it's like purposes, yeah. it's nuts. It's nuts. But he's he's just incredible. He's he's definitely gonna be one of the like main players that are a part of the Milan team within the next five years, like the biggest names. Consistent starter, big name, highest selling jersey. Or one of. Like you know, he's. I think he's being primed to like take over for Zlatan. Oh, <laughs> I love like, it's crazy! It's crazy to say that because he's forty, but like that's how it is. Yeah, he's so good. Um, but yeah, Syria is getting. Just more and more interesting day by day. Juve and Milan are still the only two teams that are undefeated. Um, Wait, who are, who are the only two teams that are undefeated? Milan and Juve? Yeah. Yeah. Only two teams. That one, pretty disappointing, but whatever. Yeah, you, they got they got a beat down. They got a little bit thrashed, but they're still in fifth, so it's totally fine. Um. But yeah, and then speaking of Juve, Suarez said this week that he had like an agreement with Juve and everything. Like he was really? bound bound to go there. And then I, I don't know if you remember, but there was this whole like visa thing or passport thing or like citizenship cheat. That sounds a little familiar, yeah. And he wasn't able to go. And then he went to Atletico. So weird. Yeah, super weird. Um, it would have been <laughs> it would have been devastating for Italy and for the Champions League if he went, but uh, yeah, thank God he went to Atletico. He fits right in. He does fit right in. Still nil nil though at uh, yeah in the game, which is surprising honestly. Uh, another. Another Barcelona um, fuck up happened. I guess that's the best way of putting it. Um, what somebody called Messi a liar? You saw that? Yeah, I don't know what, what was that. No, about? So it was uh, they didn't call him a liar, but supposedly Barca lied to him. Okay, <laughs> so that's totally different from when I saw that. Okay, okay. 
Um, yeah, this is what I saw. Like, they lied to him. They, uh, I guess, about... My understanding is that they lied to him about, like, being able to leave. Because that was the whole thing. Like, he wanted to leave. They said fine. And then they were like, no, just kidding. We're going to force you to stay here. Yeah. All this, uh, so, I don't really know what else they may or may not have lied to him about. Well, I thought that was already the case that he wasn't going to leave. When? In, in the summer? Or in general? Forever. Yeah, in the summer. I mean, it wasn't because he, all he was set on was leaving. He said he wanted to leave. He he was pissed off. Everybody knew he was pissed off. Everybody knew he wanted out as soon as possible. And then he was going to get it. And then they were like, you know what? We're going to force you to stay here. And it was pretty fucked up, honestly. Yeah. I mean, and that's why I, mean, that's why I think he's not doing well. Like, really wanted to leave anywhere. Who wanted to leave? Uh, Messi wanted to leave. Yeah, I can't really imagine really wanting to leave. Look, I'm sure he's mad. Um, I don't think he really wants to leave. Um, I don't know. I really don't know because, you know, based on how he can measure up what he'll get away and what he'll get if he stays... This is just completely different. It could be a much better choice for him to go, you know, to Paris. He'll play with Neymar. He'll play with Mbappe. Guaranteed, you know, money, trophies. Definitely win a Champions League or two. They'll yeah. they'll absolutely adore him. They'll they'll never talk shit about him or Neymar or anybody else on their team ever again. Like finishing his career. PSG just seems so boring. No, he wouldn't finish it. I think he would, if he uh, like, if he's finishing his career, he's definitely gonna finish it in Argentina again. Like, he's gonna make his return, and that'll be it. Oh, but, boys, I'm glad. But like, if he went to Paris, uh, you know, it's a better choice for him. I hear, yeah. There's more. I feel like there's probably more success in there. There's more incentive, yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it just keeps getting dirtier and dirtier and, you know, everybody keeps getting more and more in each other's faces, I guess. Yeah, it's very messy over there. We know that the messy situation is uh, messy, as they say. And it just gets messier and messier. Um... Also... Um, with, you know, the U.S. team, now nah, yeah, it's completely different, but the U.S. team kind of just getting all these, I feel like out of nowhere, just there was a boom of U.S. talent that just, like, obviously you could see here and there with, like, Weston McKenney, Tyler Adams, Christian Pulisic, but then all of a sudden there's, like, two of them at Barca, there's, like, five of them in the Premier League, there's, like, 20 different guys in, in the Bundesliga. It's like... Yeah, it's blowing up. Crazy. a while back about um, how, like... Was it Soccernomics or something? How the, yeah. That eventually it's gonna, uh, you know, the quality the of, of these countries, like... Exactly. And, it, you know, it makes sense. And it is it is happening. I think it's... They, they said that by... You know, the early 2020s that it would, it would pick up like this, the quality in the United States. And... They got it exactly right, which is crazy to me. 
It's yeah, insane. That's what you do when you can calculate stuff like that. Whether, well, you know, like people try to calculate sports all the time. It picks up, but that doesn't mean, you know, they'll be any good. They have stars, but something, right. something else into whatever it is it, that wins football matches. It's not just the stars. I don't know. There's always like that X factor. It's, uh, it's not, it's not stars though. There, I think all the U.S. talents that are, that are playing now and that are like making big noise now are all relatively on the same wavelength. Yeah, the similar age, they're all young. Yeah, they're all young. They're all, in terms of like quality, they're all pretty, you know, pretty equal. Like Giovanni Reyna, Weston McKinney, Tyler Adams, Christian Pulisic. Sergeant, Serginio Das, like all these guys, they're they're all on the same page, and it's it's just gonna get better and better. An ego problem? Yeah, like no. uh, Pulisic captain, right? No, Chelsea kid is captain. You think the Barca kids and the Juve? No, no, because they get stuck in that sort of hype and hierarchy. Not at all. Not at all. Because because what's happening now, like I said, with you know, they're just all on the same wavelength. They're all number one, they're all friends and they're all like of similar quality and they each know that they're all really good and they each know that they're all pretty much on the same level. And then when you have um and yeah, and you know, they're friends, they're all in the same age, pretty much same age group. Um, and th- I think they also like understand how big of a, of a deal it is that they're so, they're so good and that there's this just uptake in like U.S. talent and there's like a good team now. Right, and they, and I think it's like the it's like the Belgian team. Like, there's no there's no adversity, there's no disagreements. They just they soldier on, and they all you know they're all on the same page in quality and age and and all those other things. And they and they realize you know what an opportunity it is for them to have the ability to just go for it since they're this new golden generation. So they're gonna. They're, I think they're going to take it by storm. That would be so lovely to see. Could you imagine the U.S. winning the World Cup? They would never shut up ever. Yeah. Uh, uh, they'd be better about it than the English, that's for sure. Do you know what that would do to the women's team? It would crush them. Oh my god. It would. They'd have no more arguments. It'd be so bad. I'd feel terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Want to get paid more? It's like, dude, the guys are not kicking ass. I mean, right? And at a higher quality, whatever. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I don't want to get into that again. But uh, canceled by the Spotify workers. Yeah, whatever. I hope they don't listen well, to yeah, it. That's right. We're, that's right. We're on Spotify. It's very cool. Um, Let's get a premium today and stuff. What do you mean? Are you plugging um, them? Yeah. What? Are you plugging Spotify? Yeah. They don't need a plug. More the plug. Yeah. I'm showing my appreciation and gratitude. It's a free plug. 
It's fair. My way of saying thank you. Um, uh, oh, so U.S. And there was also talk of, because like um, I just say, you know, all the updates and all the news things that I get. So there was, this, there's no really like anything to it. But there was like a quick thing of like Salah going back to, you know, he might go to Barca or Real or something like that. And he was unhappy at Liverpool and now he's getting a new deal. So that's dumb. Like I didn't expect anything from it anyway. No. It was all pretty stupid to me as it is. All silly hype. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but... Um, what was I going to say? Oh, um, back to Juve, there was a game that was canceled. I don't know if you remember that. They were supposed to play Napoli, and their game was canceled from coronavirus, and then you, uh, Juve took, like, a, a, a win, like an automatic win. It was like a forfeit on Napoli's side. Um, and then... This was, I think, earlier, towards the beginning of this, like, towards the start, start. Ooh, who scored? I think Suarez just scored. No. No, that wasn't Suarez. Who was that? I don't even know who that guy is. Mine says live, but not actually live. Nobody scored online. Oh. Are you watching it? No, I'm on the, the Google update thing. No, I thought I, I thought I just screwed it up for you. It's just on my feed. Yeah, the Google feed is always messed up. But yeah, they were supposed to, they canceled it and they just gave a win to, um, to Juve. To Juve. Oh, and, and now Napoli rescinded it. They won the case and they're going to replay it, which is great Why? because now it's, it's. What's that? Was this for COVID? Yeah, because there were players on Napoli that had COVID and they, I don't know what it was. Maybe they broke protocol or whatever, and then they were like, okay, so because of that, the punishment is you lose. Right, which is stupid. Beyond stupid. Newcastle, all of Newcastle had COVID. They didn't have to forfeit their games. Right. Two different countries, two different leagues, so I can't really make the argument, but... Yeah, but I feel like no one gives a shit about Newcastle that much. Yeah, but everybody cares about three points. Could you imagine they're out there? Everybody's out for two weeks. It's fair. That's a fair point. You get three points, it's ridiculous. Oh, wow. I didn't realize Brentford beat Newcastle. Oh, no. Brentford is in the semifinals, and they will be playing either Arsenal or City. I think that's how it works. I'm not 100% sure. Wait, these are the quarterfinals already? These are the quarterfinals, yes. Wow. Yeah. I did not follow the EFL. It's... I can't believe it. So yeah, Arsenal plays City today. I guess the winner, the winner plays Brentford. Stoke and Spurs are tomorrow, and so are Everton and United. So it'll probably be a Stoke Everton semifinal. A Stoke Everton semifinal. <laughs> you have to be on crack. Uh, yeah, I know. It'll be a Spurs Everton semifinal. Also oh, proud. Oh, actually, you know what? I think. The semifinals, yeah, so the, I think the semifinals are between, it's going to be Stoke and Tottenham, Stoke or Tottenham versus Brentford. Oh, uh, 
And then Arsenal or City against United. Ooh, yeah. Good. Have a repeat of last season. Yeah, but you know what? It'll end 0-0, zero, zero, and it'll go on forever, because y'all are boring-ass teams now. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, I can't believe Brentford made it that far. Anything can happen. Obviously, they beat Fulham, they beat West Brom, I guess, yeah, they beat Southampton, and they beat Wycombe, so... I think Southampton's pretty crazy, but West Brom and uh, Fulham not that crazy. That I don't even remember when this game. Like I don't even remember. Yeah, it's, I can't believe they beat Southampton. And yeah, now, well, was, wasn't Danny Ings injured at the time? No, they had no. a they had a full starting good starting eleven. They lost to Brentford. You know what it was? They, they didn't give up any free kicks. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. They didn't have any set pieces. They got away with it, exactly. They're like, just don't foul. It's like Messi the last five seasons. Just don't foul him. We'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, yeah. There wasn't, honestly, there wasn't much happening this week. Um, in terms of, like, crazy things happening or, you know, news. Oh, yeah, we totally didn't say anything about it, really. We did last week. We spoke all about how uh, Sonny won, and no matter who won, whether it was Sonny or Suarez, it would have won you the case because they're both amazing. We spoke about... uh, Okay, so here what I have. Lewandowski won the best men's player. Let's go through them individually. Lewandowski. Lewandowski got best player. Undisputed. Makes sense. Personally, I didn't like it because he wasn't like... He wasn't a pivotal part of them gaining success. It was a very team-oriented success story, so to speak. He scored goal. He scored a ton of goals, don't get me wrong, but none of them were vital game winners or game deciders, you know, bring them back level. It was just, you know, he scored a lot of goals. So, yeah, fine. Won the treble, scored that, goals. That, that's like, what do you think deserves the title of best player? A team that cares? Right. The guy that has the best stats. Exactly. Like, what, do you, what do you want? Right. That's why there, I don't like these individual awards as it is. Like, would you have given it to Neymar or Mbappe for bringing PSG all the way to the final and then losing it? No, because there's also success. There's also a success aspect. I uh, personally, I don't really like the idea in, you know, maybe if you have an MVP, like a season MVP, and that's like just that, or maybe if, uh, I don't know, I don't know, it's just, there are times where it's just controversial, or it's really bad, or, you know, it makes no sense, but he won the best player, it makes sense for what we have, um, Son won the Puskas Award. I think that is 100% deserved of him. Arguably, he goes Suarez, but yeah, deserves. Arguably, yeah. Um, and then the World Eleven was also really good. Uh, Kimmich, uh, Messi, Alexander Arnold, Thiago, Four Van Dyke. Right? What? Four Liverpool players. There's one, two, three. 
There's three. No, there's two defenders, one in goal and one in the middle. It's Thiago Alcantara, Van Dijk, Alexander Arnold, Allison. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's four. Okay. Well, technically, Thiago is Bayern. And one Barca player. So, yeah, Messi, Alexander Arnold, Alcantara, Van Dijk, Lewandowski, Becker, and Ronaldo, and Ramos. And De Bruyne. Oh, and Alfonso Davies. I'm like finishing before yeah. there's even. Yes, there's, there's two Bayern players, uh, four Liverpool, one Barca, one Juve. A good team all around. I, uh, I think that's yeah. valid. Valid okay, team. You know, did you look at it? If you were to put that World 11 against like a World 11 from two, three, or eight years ago, I think the, the other team would. Yeah. Team. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad team, but it, they wouldn't they wouldn't do nearly as well. Plus, you have you know Ronaldo and Messi from their younger days when they were much better than they are now. I for whatever. I mean, yeah, because they've been in the world for the past twenty seven years. Yeah, but <laughs> it's just so weird how that team is not. How many times has Ramos been in the uh, World Eleven? I wonder. Forever since like two thousand. It's ridiculous. Every single year, also like Messi I don't think every single year. Um, I mean, he shares a stat with them, and that's pretty good. He shares that World Eleven stat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Um, Ramos has been chosen for the twenty twenty FIFA FIFA Pro World Eleven. Uh, this is his eleventh time oh. and tenth in a row. 2008, 2011, through 2019. That's pretty wild. And Messi and Ronaldo have been there since, what, 2008 till now? Um, Messi has been in there. They have the most appearances with 14 each. Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh, they're so good. They're so good. When they retire, they're going to be pieces of people's souls around the world that are just going to die and break off. Yeah. I think it'll it'll be like it'll become a international holiday, not holiday, but morning day, remembrance morning day. day, Memorial Day of some sort. Oh, yeah. On the floor and tear the clothes with four axes on their head. Exactly. Unbelievable. Fast. Um, Neuer won the best goalkeeper, but he's not in the world eleven. I'm not really sure how that works. A lot of these don't make sense. Hansi Flick won four uh, trophies. And manager of the that, year. yeah, we we talked about that. I think last time. Yeah, I'm, I'm furious. Yeah, and Club made a bit of a going. I don't deserve it, but I'll take it. Like, yeah, no shit, you'll take it. You dumbass. You extra thick Q-tip. Jesus. Um. And then so. What do you think is gonna happen? Let's let's just go with best player, um, best coach, and best goalkeeper. Who do you think is gonna take those spots this coming season? Oh, this season. This for this season, yeah. Best player, best keeper. I mean, I would like Oblak to get it because he was robbed this year. I mean, he's amazing. It's just they didn't win anything. Right. Um. Best keeper, best player, and best coach. It's too early, man. It's early, but it's still like it's too early. Look, I mean, valid. 
I mean, uh, look, one coach that's made a huge difference in a team's historic playing, uh, <laughs> Jose, Jose Mourinho, man. Yeah. He's done incredible things as a coach. As um, Look, I'm not, I never worked as a coach. I don't get tactics. I don't know that. But from what I hear from people saying yeah. on the news and from what you say from a tactical and strategic perspective, the guy has changed a team. He's one of my picks. Almost flawless algorithm with unbelievable players, and he's totally changed the dynamic of Tottenham Hotspur. So, yeah, from, a, from the, the responsibilities whatever that you know the definition of the responsibility is being a manager he oh, seems right. to be doing yeah he's been um, he's been in the top of the game so far he dates Klopp because Klopp's got the same fucking guys and Klopp's got the same guys and aren't doing that great Solskjaer is still like he's still uh, uh, mm. has brought Arsenal to a place they haven't been for 50 years he should win he should win <laughs> <laughs> Manager of the year. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say uh, Ronald Ronald Coleman is my top pick. Well, what'd you say? Ronald Coleman is my top pick. Oh yeah, he's just he's just doing amazing. But uh, I agree with Mourinho because of what he's done. But I don't agree you discounting Solskjaer because he's he's turned. You're you're. I'm telling you right now. I'm really. I'm telling you right now with a hundred percent confidence. That you are watching the turnaround unfold before your eyes. This is the season right. in which they pick up their quality in every part of the field, where they set themselves as real as a real team who's gonna, you know, bite people's balls off. If they did that, I would personally, I would personally go and and like on a murder rampage. Like that's that would be insane. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Best player. Best player. Best player. Now there's a lot of guys in in contention for this. So early on. Oh, Harry Kane. Harry Kane. Here are my here are my big picks. Here are my my top three. Let me think real quick. Messi, Ronaldo, neither of them. Neither of them are in there. Yeah, it's very early. The as of right now, neither of them are in there. My top three picks. My top three picks for so far are Kane. I want to make sure I'm covering all the leagues. Kane, Son, and Zlatan. You know how many chills I'm getting right now from hearing two Spurs players on that list? Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. That's how you know Jose Mourinho should win manager of the league because he's making these guys so big. I yeah. know it's just our opinions and like this is what we think. Oh, yeah. But still. But, still. but, but Zlatan is, I think it's all tied for first. It's not like a first, second, third no, for I, me. I had said that though. I said that if, if they win... Syria, which they probably will, and an Italian Cup, or whatever, and they make it to the end of the Europe League, but not. He's gonna win the ball on. He has to win the ball. He picks it up. I don't know. He'll pick it up. Like I think there would be an outrage, a world, a global outrage, if he didn't. He'll. He has to. He has to win. He's the guy's forty. Hundred years old. He's scoring goals like he's nobody's business. He's 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 forty and he's scoring goals like Taekwondo goals though. Still. Yeah. Yeah. Still. 
He's a better 40-year-old striker and goal scorer than Buffon is a 40-year-old keeper. And oh. he's still pretty good. Yeah, but you know who I left out? Uh, I thought he had a top three, list, not top he's, four. Yeah, whatever. I'll add one in. But he's playing right now. I'm watching him. Uh, 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 oh, Jan Felix? No. He's good, but he's nowhere near. He's also old. He's also Luis Suarez? No. Diego Costa? David fucking Silva. That's true. He's I just so there was a replay just now. He just turned like four young Atletico guys in, into smoothies. Like he's he's completely so commanding much. the midfield. He's also he's really so old. And where they, they got him free, right? They got him for free, and he's leading them at the top of the La Liga table. Like, dude, Barca should have gone in there, man. They should have sunk their teeth into Silva. They're they're really fighting for like. La Liga glow like I, I don't think that alone is enough to say like Ballon d'Or but I think he should be he should be in the top five in the votes for sure as of right now yeah he's uh, uh yeah really yeah. good he's really good um and then the goalkeeper, goalkeeper, I, goalkeeper I, I don't know I have no clue I, I don't really know either um who's got who's got the most clean sheets right now Oh. Yeah, I'd probably if they win. Yeah, if they win Syria, definitely him. He's just uh, the, the, well, the he's get attention. he's literally been twenty one well, years well, old Syria, for like ten years. It doesn't, but I think people are. It's slowly, you know, being realized that it's getting more and more competitive. Ronaldo's also brought a ton of attention to the Italian league. And Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And Zlatan. Italian Jesus from now. And, you know, with all of that, it's just... Ah, They're also in the Europa League. They're also doing well in the Europa League. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I think he should definitely be up there, if not winning it. You know, you know, Barca's new thing when they do, like, the lineups, and there's, uh, like, a... A CGI or computer character next to the lineup. Who's number six? CGI or computer character? Yeah, you know how they do lineup and they have uh, a player. Oh yeah, yeah. So actually, I think it's sixteen. I think it's Pedri. Pedri looks like he got hit by a bus. <laughs> Seriously? Brandon Megan. You know what my favorite one is though, because they do that for the prem also. Which one? Is um. Rodrigo for for Leeds. They, they just look terrible. They, they, look they didn't even... They took a picture of his... I think maybe it's his FIFA card, and they just photoshopped it onto another guy. <laughs> it's so, so lazy, but it's so good. It's so well, funny. The I like that. Did you see Araujo's goal? I did. Whoa. Dude. Crazy. I didn't know he could get off the ground like that. Uh, I mean, these defenders, uh, I think he scored goals like that when he was in the, the younger league, like the B teams or whatnot. Wow. But yeah, man. But, but I will say they are making one hell of a center back partnership. Yeah. Those the two, two of them. I mean, yeah, 
Valencia because uh, when they tied, Barca tied Sociedad this past weekend. Valencia. Pique wasn't playing. You no? the to the game. Did you see what he was wearing? What? Pique, what was he wearing? Suit and tie. Really? Suit and tie? No, stop it. You know why he's wearing a suit and tie? Because he wants to look presentable. Because he stop it. He wants it so bad he came to the game. Even though he's injured, he's not supposed to, you know, he doesn't have to go to the game anyway. He came in a suit and tie. He is pushing it. He is, he's doing everything he can. Yeah. No, he's not. I think... Skinny black tie, nice black suit, white shirt. Like, he looked presentable. Damn. Yeah. I gotta, I have a, I have ear-to-ear grin right now. <laughs> you're you you looking at it? No, I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm still watching the Atletico game, but that's... Uh, let's see, PK in the stands, I guess. That's the best Google search I could do. Yeah, I see it. Here, Twitter. Yeah, he looks so good. People are tweeting about so it and everything. He's leaning into it. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. What was the... Oh, Messi won the Pichichi Award again. And he's passed. He's currently the all-time single club goal scorer in the history of football. Yeah, he's uh, wicked, and he's gonna surpass his one his goal for one club uh, record that he's sharing with Pele. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be the all-time top scorer in football, especially especially if he goes to PSG. Oh, if yeah, if he goes to PSG, if he goes to PSG, he's gonna have that 2011-2012 season where he scored 100 goals, like three times within two seasons. How many? Wait, say it again. He's gonna score 300 goals within two seasons. That's my prediction. 300 goals within two seasons. Yeah. Yeah, that would be kind of crazy. <laughs> no, I think he'd assist in what he'd score. Like, I think. Mbappe yeah. and Neymar. Right, score. right, exactly. But each game so is still going to be. Still each game is still going to be 12 goals with Mbappe, Neymar, and Messi scoring four each every game. Yeah. It's, it's just going to be. It would be massacre. It would be like. It would just be. I don't know. Trying to think of like historical of I, I it's like the Nazis just marching into France and taking it over, but instead oh, okay, of Nazis, okay, it's Messi. Okay, okay, okay. It's not a good exactly. It's not a good. It's not a good analogy. You see where I'm going though. You see where I'm going with it. Bye. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's crazy. It's just crazy. Um, and then what were we saying before? Oh, PK and everything and. Chichi. Oh, and then coach. Coach. Who would be the best coach? Uh, we said coach. We said uh, Jose Mourinho. Oh, yeah, we did coach. Never mind then. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I got caught up in the whole messy being a Nazi, Nazi thing. France, yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Do you have anything? Do you have any, like, articles that came up that I don't know about? Not that I, no, I don't believe so. Just the one about um, Arteta being uh, an idiot. Threatened. Being what? Being threatened. Oh yeah. Three more games. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's an interesting time. But I'm yeah. excited to see how this plays out. Yeah, whoop de doo. <laughs> oh no what? Get off of our back. They're back, my back. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, we'll see we'll see how it goes though. One is China and one is actual silver doesn't mean that's fair. Um Alrighty, well I don't have much else to talk about. I'm sure within the next hour there's gonna be like all this crazy shit going on, but that's it for now. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, you know, reach out, as we say every week, you know, or every episode, really. Uh, you know, message us on Instagram at Let Me Talk PC. Um, also on our email is Let Me Talk 4231 at Gmail. Send us questions or, you know, discussion ideas or, you know, other opinions you have on what we've talked about. Uh, let us know how we're doing. Things you've heard in other uh, podcasts or read another article. Yeah, anything. Something um, you heard feel... that came out of a punishment that you thought was stupid that you'd like us to talk about because we love here. Just, just feel free to message us and uh, thanks for listening and, and see you next time. Peace. Ba 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 